Now let us talk about the Middle Paleolithic, uh, sorry, uh, Microlithic period or the Mesolithic period. Uh, geologists locate the advent of the recent geological phase. You'll be always getting this term Holocene. You'll see Holocene, which is actually the recent geological phase around 10,000 <coughs> years BP, which marked the end of the ice ages of the Pleistocene epoch and the beginning of the relatively warmer phase that continues in our times too. Now, archaeologically speaking, South Asia at this juncture enters its phase of microliths, as I mentioned, that marks the abundance and the preference for micro. If you look at this word, micro means small. So in this period, we have miniature stone tools. These are tiny implements, none bigger than the five centimeter, and are therefore called and very largely consists of blade, purine, points, scrapers, very small crescents, blades, and bladelets. Now, when you have such small tools, naturally uh, they cannot be used directly um, in the um, in in getting something or in uh, hunting on other things. So they had to be fixed with something else. So here we find that there is a change of raw materials also making the new implements. From for example, we had pebble stones earlier. Now there is a transition to stones like quartz, shirt then agate, chalcedony, very interesting uh, different varieties of stones and uh, because these stones are easier to flake and the use of flakes was essential for the fashioning, I mean the shaping of the uh, microliths. So as I mentioned that they cannot be used directly, so they had to be attached uh, to on the other tools. So therefore microliths became a very composite tools that speak of considerable complexity and development in technology from the blade technology of the upper paleolithic period because they are now using something else and attaching it so it's a complex process as the macrolith stands between as it were between the upper paleolithic and the neolithic these mark the mesolithic phase in south asian archaeology so meso means middle Therefore, it is known as the Mesolithic phase and it is considered a transition from the Paleolithic to the Neolithic period. Uh, this Mesolithic period, you have to remember, that is important not merely for the advancement of stone technology, but a major social transformation. This is the phase and this is where you have to remember, you just um, uh, keep your focus on this, that this is the phase which for the first time yields evidence of domestication of animals. So microlithic phase has the first beginning of domestication of animals. Hunting and gathering were never given up. But from this period, hunting of animals began to be supplemented by pastoral pursuits. So you have these herds of animals being taken for, for grazing in the Mesolithic period, which actually became much more in the Neolithic. In fact, by the beginning of the Mesolithic phase, human beings in South Asia began to show greater reliance on animal rearing than hunting gathering activities. Uh, moreover, uh, domestication of animals naturally eventually leads to pastoralism and uh, therefore <coughs> we can see that 
um, it involves a process of capturing like when you are trying to domesticate an animal first you have to capture it then you have to tame it and then breeding wild animals in captivity so there's a scholar called sandor bokoni who points out that wild animals meant for domestication are to be separated from their natural habitats and provided with food and shelter so the process certainly uh, involves intimate knowledge of the uh, i mean the various animal species you have to know that what is the behavior of these animals their anatomy so you just can't just catch and hold and keep them like that so this is uh, this knowledge has actually evolved over a long period of hunting. So there was a kind of a knowledge production also. This knowledge of hunting helped the microlithic people, the Mesolithic people to domesticate the animals and the choice that which animals can be domesticated uh, also arised out of, arose out of certain conditions. For example, provision of food for the species were easily available through human beings, then domesticated species of some which were of some use, um, like availability of mate, milk, wool, sheep could be domesticated so that you can have wool. Uh, then uh, some the, uh, those animals which are not very aggressive, you cannot domesticate a very aggressive animal. So the pack of domesticated animals kept in captivity or under tamed condition were capable of easily moving from place to place. And therefore, it began that the domesticating animals uh, was also, uh, they were moving from one place to another. And also there was uh, an, a desire to ensure the reserve supply of food in case hunting operations failed or proved inadequate. So the advent of domestication of animals and pastoralism was not only an extremely slow process, but it did not bring about a sudden break from the hunting gathering activities. In fact, it was the hunter gatherers minute observation of the animal species over generations that slowly acquired knowledge that enabled the accumulation of knowledge about the choice of animals to be domesticated. So, uh, <clears throat> this is also very important for us.